Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty Much Muti. So, if you don't know, if you speak to some Goma, I think Mosa knows a couple that you can call. Hey, I'm right, Mosa. You know, <laughs> one or two, one or two in town. One or two. Yeah. So, if your team's struggling, contact Mosa. He'll give you a number, and they'll do the pour some salt in the goals and make things happen for you. But we've got the usual cast today. We've got Nick, the backstreet boy, all the way from the north. King of the North. We've got Wonga Denga, aka the Dengasaurus, back up to any, you know, what's the dinosaur's name there at Arsenal? I can't believe you guys have dinosaurs Gun- in Ascot. Dinosaurus. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Lolo Silo Kale, our financial Manchester United fan who's checking all the numbers every day, all day, the data, the stats, Martial's misses, etc. And then we've got Mosa. And that's what I've got. He used to play pro football and, you know, he shows up when he feels like it. Purely his attitude. I don't know. At least he's here today. Am I right, Mosa? I could give Silo <laughs> some muti for his team at the moment. <laughs> he might need it. And actually, you know what? Let's, let's start off with it. I don't need any muti, man. No <laughs> sure, muti, nothing. <laughs> um, no, things if, are happening. If, if 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 you look at the the the, the Premier League table, uh, if we win our game in hand, um, I think we're on the same points as you. That's a big the, big, big if. At the the thing is, is it's if you win the game in hand. That's the big. Yeah. That's the big. Yeah. That's, that's the key words in that statement. It's if the game the game in hand is the, the game in hand is Burnley. So come on. Yeah, and yeah. you tend to drop yeah. points against some of those teams. Though, so I'm not too sure. And also, game in hands are very dangerous. I always, like, for a long time, when Liverpool were very shit, we always had, for some reason, we always had catch-up games. And I was always like, yeah, 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 there's three points, there's three points, in total six, we'll catch up. And you know when those games came, we never caught those three points. Those three points yeah, exactly. came flying fast. And you just stayed yeah, exactly all... where you were. Yeah, yeah exactly. Liverpool. That's why most of us like to count the three points as opposed to counting the games in hand. Yeah, that you've got to ignore. I agree with you. You've got to ignore that. But talking about counting those three points, we're going to start off with West Ham, Manchester United. West Ham are flying at the moment. Selo, are you a bit scared? Because they're sitting fifth on the log. Three games on the trots, three wins. David Moyes, you know David Moyes would love to cause an upset, yeah? How are you feeling about this game? No, I'm feeling good about the game. It's, an, it's another away game um, at the Olympic Stadium. Uh, we've got um, eight wins out of eight um, starting from last season. Um, so yeah, so I think it's going to be another win for us and making it nine out of nine wins. Um, we we very good on the road, we very good on the road. So I think um, yeah, David Moyes obviously has something to prove, um, you know. Uh, but 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 I think that the quality will will, will shine through. Um, yes, um, West Ham has had a good three games. Uh, also, you must look at the opposition that they've played in those three games. Um, it's not like they were playing um, top six sides. Um, in the last last three, they're playing well. Okay, some of these teams are top six because they they're in those positions currently. Uh, but yeah, I feel that we'll we'll have enough um, to get over the line. And um, you know, I think if you look at a team like West Ham, man, um, yeah, Antonio just got back. Um, he was taken off at halftime. I don't know if that was precautionary or he didn't have the energy to go for a full ninety um, against Villa. Uh, but um, I think I think definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll get the three points um, at the Olympic Stadium. I don't know. Anyone else disagree with this? Because it's interesting. Right? Because, a lot easier. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm not sure which uh, Man United will pitch on the day. You know, like we've had scenarios where even uh, the example that we had midweek with um, Champions League with the Man United, it's like uh, they could face the exact same opponents, but you, you 
could have a Man United that's upbeat and ready for it, whereas uh, there could be another Man United which isn't ready for for anything at the moment. Like uh, like um, they they could look flat on the day. They could look like they don't have a plan. Or it could look like questions are raised about the coach and the 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 the, the, the approach, which is well, yeah, which is a thing. Yeah, and Ronnie says you know, well. Yeah, you, you, I mean, Fred, you know, Fred, not taking Fred off last night's game. I mean, these are sort of things that's but, you know they, they add to the the three points in the end of the game. If like these sort of decisions become crucial, sorry, Settle. No, no, I, 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 like yesterday, I don't dispute um, the mistakes that Ole made, but but I'm, with regards to the Premier League, I think. Um, Away from home, we've shown um, our class. Um, you know, and uh, the crazy stat is that you know since Bruno Fernandes came to the Premier League, um, we've got a second amount of points um, in the Premier League since he's arrived. Um, just only Liverpool's got more points than us, um, and and we've conti- we've we've taken that run that we had um, at the end of last season. And yes, we have we've had we've had some speed uh, some some um, losses this season, but still, if you look at it in its, in its entirety uh, um, in 2020. We've done quite well as a club, you know what I mean. Um, so I think sometimes you guys um, like to magnify and say you don't know what team, what may like will uh, will pitch up on the on the day. <laughs> eight eight out of eight wins away from home. Um, I don't know what what may United do you want to see if it wins eight out of eight away from home. Fair, All fair, good fair. things come to an end. Yeah, but the other thing is you've got you've conceded 16 goals and you've scored 16 goals. I mean, you you're telling me about all these these positive sides, but at the end of the day, to Moss's point, we're not sure what we're going to get. Is it going to be one of those where they concede as many as they score, or I mean, you but sound that, very that, that was, but that but that was six goals in one game. So if you take away the six goals in one game, um, ah, you can't. No, you can't yeah, take it away. But, 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 but then, yeah, you can't. T- but how many have Liverpool conceded, Claudio? Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Counts. We're talking about the United no, game. No, We're talking about no, the United I'm asking, game. I'm, I'm asking you a question. How many have uh, Liverpool conceded? Liverpool conceded enough goals, more than they would like to. Uh, they've conceded 17 you, goals. You, they've conceded okay, 17 cool. goals, but they've scored 22 yeah. goals. They've scored more than they've conceded. And that's okay, one of the things how, that's been across the line. And, and, and how many points is Mayonnaise behind Liverpool? Doesn't matter. We're sitting second and United are sitting ninth. I think that's a big difference, regardless of point. We five. You take you five considering points, points five, in hand. We five. No, listen, listen, Claudio, Claudio, Claudio. Man United started the season, uh, uh, started the season a week late, right? Liverpool is five points ahead of Man United. Chelsea is three points ahead of Man United, right? Three points ahead of Man United. So you guys yeah. are talking like you guys are talking about about Man United, like Man United um, is like Arsenal. Yeah, you guys took you like Man United like Arsenal. No, but but I'm being I'm being truthful. Yeah, I'm being truthful. Um, I think I think I think you guys need to you need to analyze the the, the the league table and see what's going on and see um the form of Man United away from home. If we're talking about we're playing at Old Trafford, then come let's tell us that you don't know what team's going to pitch up at Old Trafford. Then let's talk about that. You know what I mean? But we've Doesn't shown that com- concern you. Yeah, isn't that more concerning the fact that you're not sure what yeah. team's going to show up at home than it is going to show home. away from home? Like that that yeah. that's a huge concern for me. No, it is concerning. It is concerning. Uh but but we're talking about the game against West Ham which is away from home. At home without fans as well. Yeah, so with, with without the fans it's, it's been it's been it's been a huge it's been a huge hindrance to Man United uh so far this season but um I see I see us having no struggles um against West Ham at the Olympic Stadium. Okay, but, right. no but let's, let's, 
No struggle. Yeah, let's talk about West Ham. A, I mean, West Ham at home. Okay. It's a bit. Sorry, Bonga, you go for it. You want to? You can add to it. No, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, just given what West Ham has done <laughs> this season, I don't think we can say there won't be any struggle. Uh, mm. Man United also conceding first many times. I get yeah, they got a, a good away record, uh, but I don't think it's going to be as clear but, as it says. It's, it's, I think, but but I think the problem is I that don't see it. you don't want to see, give props to a team doing well away from home. That's none of you have said Man United has oh, done. No, 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 none no. Of you. Yeah, but none, 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 none of you. 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 Like, no, but is a very, very big team in the English Premier League, and. They, they home and away form should be con- like consistently very, very good. And uh, right. generally, teams that, that compete for uh, a season are very confident about uh, their home games. A lot more confident than their away games, even though their away games be. are very yeah. strong. Yeah. I mean, that's logical. And, yeah. Yeah. And they, they, the Man United, Man United that we see week in, week out is uh, there's a lot of changes, first of all. And then there's a lot of inconsistency with which Man United will approach the game on the day. It's good that the character's there. Bruno Fernandes has helped the character in terms of, you know, when you guys are are um, uh, chasing a game and you are 1-0 behind or 2-0 behind, the character's good to see, but you're not converting that to, to um, results at the moment. At home. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely, no, definitely. Our our our, our home needs to be needs to be addressed and needs to do better as 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 a team um, and replicate what we've done away from home um, at home. Sure. Um, so so yeah, so it's 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 it does it does go back to 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 the manager as well. I think the manager has got has gotten his uh, his tactics um, wrong at home. Um, you know, if you if you think about. Um, um, the Chelsea and the Arsenal games, uh, those 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 were two games where he was, you know, very defensive. Cool. The other man, the, the opposing managers were also defensive, but they play as an away team. They're supposed to be def- they're supposed to, you know, be there being cautious as an away team. You know, we understand that. You know, a lot of teams does do that in the Premier League. You know, but as an as a home team, you need to um you know enforce um your your your, your style on, onto the other team and yeah. uh, make and make them um, you know, worry and, and, and test their defense, uh, which which is something that um, they that they didn't do in especially in those two those, those two games. You know, the, the the Palace game, I can just say obviously it was just literally it was a phase game of the season, rustiness and so forth. But but that the game against Chelsea and, and Arsenal are those two are the two games where I feel um, Solskjaer like got it completely wrong, and he should have um, definitely tried to try to you know uh, impose impose the his tactics on 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 on. On um, Arteta and uh, and Lampard, but but he failed to do so. But yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. But um, I feel that we'll win. Um, yeah, maybe not 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 uh, convincingly, convincingly, but but I feel that we'll we'll have it in the bag. Um, but, our way but good. Steve, Steve Bruce beat uh, Crystal Palace. How does that make you feel, Solo? Um, how did we play against you guys? No, yeah, I'm just asking you about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a random question. As I said, it was our first game of the season, so it was uh, we were rusty. Um, the guys weren't um, in the right, you know. Um, you don't have Callum Wilson. That's the difference. I think <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. We don't. We don't have. We don't have Callum Wilson. We don't have Callum okay, Wilson. We don't have Callum Wilson. We don't have uh, Jolinton and we don't have Almiron. 
I just want to I just want to bring it back to the game before we move on. Uh, talking about the whole West Ham as an opponent, and you seem quite confident in the three points. In terms of how the game's going to be set up, we know David Moyes. We know in the bigger games, in my opinion, when I've always watched the David Moyes sides, they tend to always be compact, sit deeper, fight for scraps, and hope for hope for something in the box. You know, whether it be a free yeah. kick or a corner. So, in my opinion, is him playing at home and winning three games on the trot and being a lot more confident, especially facing a a United in the form of an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that, in our opinion, apart from yours, that is not very confident in terms of the team he puts out and whether or not Martial is going to score in front of goal, we don't know. But how do you think the, the game is going to play out in terms of this sort of setup? Now, it's interesting. Um, you mentioned Martial now. Um, I read a stat, interestingly, about Robert, Roberto Firmino, that Roberto Firmino um, missed the third most... Uh, <laughs> um, big big chances last season, um, so you know, I, I think he needs to. I think um, was what Gabriel Jesus, Teddy Abraham, and and Roberto Firmino. Those are th- the three guys who missed the biggest chances. But yeah, uh, apart from that, um, Solskjaer. I I, I never can I, said, can I can I intervene? I, I never yes, said please. that Solskjaer. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you research that stat when you were looking at uh, who's missing the biggest chances at the moment? No, it was it was um, it was an article. <laughs> it was an article. It was an article on Liverpool um, that came up on uh, on on a, on a on a Twitter page that I follow. So they cover many teams, and they were talking about how can Roberto Firmino's uh, form add on to um, a Salah and a Mane um, and, and a Jota to to a Liverpool. Um, that's, that's can I just say? Can I, I just want to say, Salah could be a great okay. politician. Because when we ask him certain facts, he deflects. So let's talk. Let's go back to the United, the United West Ham United versus Man United game in terms of how the setup's going to play. No, and you've saying no, you're convinced the three no, points you're going to no, get. Listen, how are United listen, going to get these three points? Listen, Just explain it to us. But listen, but listen, we 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 on a we on a we on a show here um, that talks about football. So so we can we, we talk about wide ranging issues. So if if, if 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 I can remember a stat about some other player, then I'll I'll mention it. Do you know what I mean? Um, Nick spoke about. <laughs> About Crystal Palace, I don't know where you got Crystal Palace from. You just, you just say. So obviously, Nick's, uh, Nick's just trying yeah, to get into the conversation because he knows his team's games are so for the week. You spoke about you know, it. No, I said that we lost to Palace at home. Yes, yes I spoke about them. I said we beat them. Steve Bruce's army. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Claudia spoke about missed chances. And, and, and it reminded me about and it reminded me about missed chances. But yeah, but but listen. But listen, I, I never said that um, anything about Solskjaer's um, tactics are um, instill confidence. So I don't know where you got that from, Claudio. But um, I feel that um, um, the, the problem with Solskjaer is um, I've said it all along. His in-game management is very poor, very, very poor. Um, so if, for instance, if his setup from, from, from the start is, is the right one for the game, then the team will do well, right? But then for him to make changes, you know, more often than not, He's found wanting in that, you know. Um, a situation like yesterday, where a Fred um, should have gotten should have got a red card, right? Firstly, in the first and, ten, yeah. The, the first, um, yeah, the thirtieth minute that when he when he when he, when he head butted, he should have got a red card, but he doesn't get a red card, right? Cool, no problem. That happens in football. Um, decisions sometimes go in your favor when it's not supposed to, but then you're supposed to then take away a player like that because why? Um, I don't know why this guy calling me. You've got uh, options. You've got uh, opportunities to actually exactly. save the game and salvage had, something had, as opposed had, to just let had, the player go. He had, he had three centre midfielders on the bench, 
um, that, that, that are international players. So it's not even like you've got inexperienced players on the, on the bench. You've got uh, a defensive-minded player that you can put on in Matic. You've got a Pogba, a box-to-box. You've got a, 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 a Van der Beek who's a box-to-box. And he decided not to take him off. And then after the game, he says, I probably should have taken him off. Yes, man. Damn well you should have taken him off because the whole, the whole bloody world, the whole bloody world, right, saw that this guy... The issues. ...could get an, a, a, a yellow card. And it's not even, it's not even more of, of, of a Fred, um, but it's also a PSG sometimes uh, playing for the fouls. You know what I mean? Like, for mm. instance, the, his, his second yellow card... He kicked the ball first and then um, kicked them, and then the man got tripped over him, type of thing. You know what I mean? And obviously, mm. can't in a, a player against a team that plays for fouls, you can't take that chance with, 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 with a friend where you know a player could make it uh, worse than it actually looks, and then the, the ref will always obviously be convinced. And uh, for a yellow card, you can't look at VAR for a yellow card, you only look at VAR for a red card. You know what I mean? So, Solskjaer did the wrong thing there. But you um, know, in all, all in all, uh, just to butt in here, yeah, and I think. This is what we need to sort of always comprehend, always understand. In a situation like that, a manager like Stevie Bruce would have taken Fred off. So, uh, <laughs> take him off our hands. I think yeah, even, like, a, even like, a, like anybody that was watching the game would have uh, made that decision to say, look, it's not worth risking the entire player for, exactly. for his performance at the time because he was getting uh, frustrated with the PSG attacking force. He was uh, worked up for no reason. Even the opposing teammates or the opposing players that were his national um, kind of kind of were there to kind of see that the boy is flustered. He's actually going through a lot. It seems as if um, he might have a lot in his mind. It's, he's too pumped up for the game. And at that point, that's when other players should be actually like um, even yeah. speaking to the, to the coach to say, yo, what's up? But along this, this point of the coach and how he sets up his team, what team should we expect uh, for this for this game, Silo? If you were to to be given that mantle, hey, um, it's a surprise. <laughs> it's 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 it's. I think I think the lucky pick uh, and Rash, 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 Rashford, Rash, Rashford might have a bit of an injury. Uh, it's a bit of an injury concern because he came off with a with a shoulder injury, uh, and he played well yesterday. Um, so I think he 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 might be a doubt for the for the weekend. So I think he's he's sent to field in a game like this. I think he will he will start. Uh, with 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 a uh, with a uh, with a uh, with a uh, McTominay and a uh, and a Van de Beek, uh, I think also he will try to get a, a bit of team chemistry um, with from with those two before the Leipzig game because Fred won't be available. So maybe already start with a team that he would also look look to play in a, in, a, in a game against Leipzig um, so that they can get some chemistry in the midfield because uh, McTominay just also came back from a from a from a two week. Um, Injury layoff, so I think he might start with McTominay and Van der Beek, and then Bruno, um, and then with um, Cavani as well, or maybe he might Cavani over Martial. Um, Cavani and uh, and Martial and, and and Greenwood if if um, if if uh, Rashford doesn't isn't fit. If Rashford's mm-hmm. fit, um, then, but I think rather don't take the chance with Rashford uh, because it's been, it's, it's a niggling uh, shoulder injury um, that 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 he has. Uh, and previously, he had a back injury that kept him out for quite a long time um, last season. So I think rather don't take the chance with Marshall. I mean, with, with with Rashford. I mean, sorry, and put him on the bench, and then start with Marshall and 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 Cavani and then Greenwood. I would bring it behind, and then Pogba can 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 come off the bench. Um, give us some thirty minutes. Yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. you see Marcus's uh, comment about <laughs> that, five, that, six, that, seven, that's, that's, that's 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 the powerful <laughs> numbers. 
Yeah. Oh, boy. I hope you hit the lottery there. That's, that's what United are trying to do. But moving along, uh, Nick, let's, let's talk about what's happening at the moment for Newcastle and the Villa game. You should be updated as to what the latest is coming out from both camps and the postponement of the game. I'm, uh, I'm personally gutted because Friday night kickoff is is a great sort of treat. Uh, something Especially for a boy to. from four ways, eh? am I right? Yeah, having a beer, watching them, supporting the lads, you know, on a, on a win. Listen, there's a, there's a big positive coming out of this. Um, we're going to go two weekends unbeaten, uh, which will be great. Um, but, yeah, nonetheless, uh, obviously gutted that the game's not going to go ahead. Um, I thought you guys would have laughed at my joke. No one laughed, but anyway, that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> We're gonna go two weekends at weekend. so yeah, The weekend yeah. part, the weekend part is like the the catch, right? Like, but <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna go two weekends unbeaten. We won last weekend, and we're not gonna lose this weekend. Yeah, well, oh, we're not playing. Yeah. yeah, no one lost. Oh, oh wow! Oh, no, it's been a long day for most people. It seems everyone's so looking down. Come on, man. Oh, so, 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 it's con- so it's confirmed that you guys are. So yeah, it's confirmed. Listen, it was. It was uh, it was coming um, Monday uh, already. The Telegraph had uh, sort of information that um, the, the training ground was shut down. Yesterday they hadn't trained for a second day, and then today it was confirmed. Well, yesterday it was confirmed that today they were in training, um, and they had uh, what's he saying? The hairspray. Oh, fucking useless! This uh, Scotty, <laughs> take it easy, man. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of that, they uh, they had requested the Premier League had requested uh, sorry Newcastle had requested the Premier League, um, that they postpone the match. Nineteen of our staff members, including players, players and staff members, um, are, are are isolating at the moment. They oh, haven't actually released. Yeah, they well, yeah, for, you think they all went out for a party and then that's where they caught it. Yeah, so, like the Russian brides with all the so ladies ter- working on the evening. In terms of and that, that joke like, is kind of sad, bro. That you guys yeah. you consider the fact that you have two weekends with unbeaten record as a yeah. joke, <laughs> but but he's got a, it's a little things most it's a little things that uh, do the trick for Newcastle hey, it's, it's, it's a small wins man small wins for them small wins small like wins. having uh, a good head day catching Corona a is, a is a big win it's a great win but I've been I've been following on Twitter and there's a few there's a few of the lads from uh, the Villa Villa side of the fan fan base sort of complaining saying that they should have got the three points um because what? we are in 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 essence we are the first game to be postponed uh, yeah. throughout this whole pandemic um yeah. so i do understand from their perspective because every other premier league team and actually not every other premier league team every other club in english football have got it right barring Leighton so, orient who so- actually had to postpone their game and give the victory to Spurs in the League Cup. Um, don't, they, they, don't they allow like 26, 26 players to register in a in a, a season fourteen? Yeah. How, how many yeah. how many how many players are affected? So, so they haven't released that, and I think they are allowed to sort of keep that confidential. But there's nineteen people within the training ground facility, 
and and they call them people. They don't. They, all they and call so them even star, specifically right? players. Yeah, yeah. No, no one. No one thinks yeah that Steve Bruce was actually just scared to face Villa on the weekend <laughs> and had one player yeah, yeah. COVID and he's like, there's 19 of us. Yeah, my brother, <laughs> my brother actually mentioned that. You want his unbeaten funny, record? Yeah, funny enough, my brother was <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> my brother said maybe they. That he's just he's got a couple of injuries. He doesn't want to play the game. But I'm sure you would have to provide some sort of proof. Um, but yeah. uh, they've given us a sort of postponement, um, and yeah, I, unfortunately, I mean, I think, I mean, Newcastle Villa is always a good game. I think there's a bit of history. Villa sent us down uh, eight years ago, and, and I think the fan bases don't really like each other. So I think all the the, the sort of um, people watching the game would have been up for it. But I think now with fans coming back, I think there's a there's maybe more excitement for that game maybe being played behind um, uh, at least a, a sort of a crowd if if that is possible in the in the near future. So it is unfortunate we if you want to call it we're not on a run. We've won a game last week, but you would think that we would have a bit of momentum going into a Villa. Hey man, Villa also, but, but Nick, let's not downplay. Game. Let's not downplay Joel Linton. He actually scored a goal. It's like the first he one in a hundred games. Hey, no? man, that was, that was a miss. That was a messy. That was a messy goal. Hey, I went in, goal. boy. I, I mean, <laughs> it did. You mean I mean, like Messi, did. Messi, or you mean like Messi, Messi? What, what kind of Messi? You know, it could yeah, have been a what? Messi, Argentine. Me, 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 Messi, like not nice. No, not nice. But <laughs> but, but 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 I like I like the link up play for the Wolves. Yeah. So I'm happy you said that because I think I think he deserved something out of the game because. I mean, he he got he got an assist for Wilson, and he he was good all day. Um, yeah. I still don't right. I, I don't see he's not worth forty million pounds, and and I will back him because he's a Newcastle player. But he's he's a Newcastle player that's very overrated, well overpriced. Um, I don't think he's overrated. I don't think many of the fans actually think he is good enough. But I will give him credit when he when he deserves it, and I think he deserved it last week. Um, yeah, you did well. But, yeah, I think I still I still think we're short, but I'm happy he's up and running because I think with Dwight Gale coming back, I think with Wilson still scoring, and then maybe a Jollington getting his form, possibly we might be a threat a threat um, like worth worth noting um, in the next couple of games. So uh, I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit uh, upset that we're not playing this weekend because obviously it, it feels like an international break for me because I don't really care about yeah. you guys. I care about yeah. back in my team. I, I, and that's how but it that's feels. That's quite like, concerning. Fair enough. Do they push the postponement out to like January or is it still going to be in they December? Haven't, given they, the, haven't, they haven't mentioned that. And I, I personally think they will do January, February, uh, if I'm honest with you, because the, the December calendar is so jam-packed already. You go into yeah. January and January, uh, the, the FA Cup games are, are starting to be... Um, or they, they're going to start, and yeah. uh, I think February is the only sort of respite for for a potential opening because when there's maybe a Champions League fixture, Villa and Newcastle can potentially play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I personally think it will be a February March sort of postponement. Who knows? I'd love for it to be next week, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, but also Villa, Villa, Villa already. Um, have the Man City game that that they couldn't play on the first weekend because Man City were given an, an extra yeah. week. So that's that's two games. Villa now needs to needs to catch up on and and it's going to yeah. be 
it's going to be jam-packed, as you say. Um, slowly, it's slowly becoming the PSL, yeah, the South African Premier League. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you've got one team that's got six games to catch up. That's what's happening here, yeah. thanks to COVID. Thank you, yeah. COVID. We don't appreciate it. Unfortunately, you. it's not a team that could fight for the, 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 the whole thing. But, yeah. but, but I, feel, yeah. I, feel that, I feel that they should have played this game. Um, if you look at what they did in Champions League, I remember Shakhtar went to play Real Madrid and they literally played. They they literally used a lot of their yeah. their their under nineteen players, under twenty one players, like their reserve team players that that, that pitched up. Even um, Azad Azad Alkma went to play against Napoli. Um, they had nine players out and went went to play. So uh, so I agree with you on that because there was a lot of fans speaking about that, saying that the Premier League is going to force us to play because we have an extensive under twenty three group. But the, yeah. the issue isn't that. They shut down. It wasn't the Premier League or wasn't Newcastle United. Public Health England actually shut mm. down the facility on okay. Sunday night. So okay. Newcastle United as a club... Who's Mike actually sleeping with in the public health yeah. sector? Well, he, hasn't <laughs> been able, he hasn't been able... No one's been able to train. And, and I think that was the, the, the thing that got Newcastle over the line, where they say, well, we haven't been able to train uh, from Monday... Um, like, is it fair? I, I personally, I, I'm very. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have an opinion. Um, I would have liked the game to go ahead. Seen a couple of the youngsters, uh, probably being pissed off with that decision afterwards, and said no, we should have postponed the game. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm on either side of the. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I'll just have yeah, to man. watch someone this weekend. I'll watch PSL this weekend. Because, because we, we, we could have maybe seen. The South African uh, centre back uh, Bradley Crossman. Yeah, he's yeah. I've, I've he's captaining the. He's, he's, he's He was even captaining the reserve uh, in one of the games. Yeah, yeah. I tried to recruit him actually, um, but yeah, he was. I've played a couple of matches against him. Uh, my my sort of youth teams against him. He's a great player. Um, bit of a backstory with him. He played for Black Aces. Uh, but signed him as a loan player for a couple of international tournaments. And then he moved to Schalke. Um, and yes, yeah. he was playing for Schalke last year in the Champions League, Youth Champions League. And uh, they released him. Um, I'm not too sure why. Um, but from what I understand is he now uh, went on trial to a few UK teams and um, Newcastle signed him up. And He's been captain, I think, for five of the games he's played. He's captain three of the three of the matches, and that's quite, brilliant! Wow, uh, quite quite quite, um, uh, quite a cool story. Is like he wasn't just playing with under twenty threes. I think uh, there was a couple of players coming back from injury from the first team. Paul Dummett, Dummett, Clark, Dummett yeah. um, uh, the the goalkeeper. Um, uh, uh, Gillespie, Mark Gillespie was playing. So there's, yeah, it is quite interesting to to see a, a lighty like that that uh, I've actually met and sort of coached against mm. and beaten. By the way, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, nice one, hey, hey, coach, coach, Nick, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Nick is um, doing the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great story, great story. That's brilliant. Yeah, beautiful. No, that's, yeah, because. 
I see Scott saying something there. He played last game against Man United. So, yeah, captain for the under-23s at Newcastle last game against Man United. Was an ex-Queens Park player in Newcastle bought from our academy. Sure, he's only 17 is what he said. Yeah, yeah and, and, uh, like I said too, uh, Scotty, Scotty works at Cre- uh, Queens Park in Glasgow. Um, and I know he's doing good work there. Uh, like I said, uh, Scotty was on the course with me in, uh, or he's been on a couple of courses and He's got an eye for talent. I think he spoke about uh, Billy Gilmore in the past when I was there for my B license, and he was the hot prodigy out of uh, Scotland at the time. And I think Chelsea obviously snapped him up. Um, yeah. Scotland not producing some players. I'll tell you what. Can, uh, can, can we? Can we? Can we? Uh, sorry, Claudio. Can we? Can we just steal a, a young five minutes and just talk about this this new Brexit rules uh, that's going to affect um, um, signing um, under eighteen players? So, no, Silo, so we... it's not part of the agenda. Don't just add things. Guys, I said I'm over this. That is adding his view. Let's talk about Brexit. He's got to have dinner with his missus, bro. Uh, sorry, okay, sorry, guys. Okay, sorry. We'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that on Tuesday. On Tuesday, we'll say that. For... Yeah, right, say sorry, peace. sorry, Carlos. <laughs> no, no, no problem to say that for Tuesday. All right, we're going to move over to the next. Oh, by the way, but Nick meant by recruiting him was he wants to get him on to our show at some point or later. I don't know if he gets back to Nick. Um, but anyway, talking about Chelsea Leeds, this is one, Mossa. I mean, Leeds right now are super, 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 super unpredictable. Um, super they, unpredictable. You know, they can yep. show up. They can show up. We know Chelsea are fighting for the league title, as things stand. Yep. Who cares? We don't care what any of these managers say. You know, they're all saying, oh, we in it. No, you in it. No, we in it. We all know Chelsea yep. are there and thereabouts. What are your yep. thoughts about this weekend in terms of them getting results? It should be on paper, like Silo says with the uh, West Ham United game. It should be, you know, an easy three points. But what are your feelings about this? I feel like in the English Premier League, there's nothing like an easy three points. But saying that, I do realize that. It's the uh, best position Chelsea's been in most of the season, you know, like um, players are fit, players are ready and roaring. Uh, we've got the full squad. He, like Frank Lampard has a, um, a challenge on his shoulders to feel the right squad for the day. And that that's a good place to be in as a manager who's got, you know, the buying power that he's had over the past transfer season. And the players are all looking ready and keen to play. I mean... Um, yeah, man, it looks like uh, the players are firing on all cylinders. How he manages the team is going to be interesting. But um, yeah, I think we should be able to get three points against the Leeds, which has been, you know, uh, dropping points here and there. Hasn't been as consistent as us in terms of making sure that we get draws and wins over the past couple of uh, weeks. And that's that's important for a Chelsea team that uh, can chop and change a couple of options. It seems like there is options left, right and center, which uh, Lampard, it's a good challenge for a manager. Lampard has options left, right and center. Literally, every position in the in the squad is up for grabs except for the goalkeeper. But potentially, Mendy's the only one that is sure to play over the weekend. But uh, every other position is up for grabs and most of the players that could fit in those positions are looking keen and looking hungry to, to actually produce something. So that's, uh, I think, uh, exciting from a Chelsea fan's perspective. Um, how, how do you yeah, feel about Timo Werner's form? He hasn't scored as many goals as he promised, but um, yeah, man, like uh, he's always a threat. 
And that's uh, yeah. that's just as good as everybody else on the team, you know. Like, um, there are a lot of threats on our team. Some of them are scoring a lot more than others at this point in time. But um, how Lampard sees those combinations working out in training will probably dictate how he sets up his team over the weekend because um, there are a lot of combinations that you can put together, which will still be very menacing, very, very menacing for any uh, top-tier football club in the world, I dare say. Um, They'll still be able to compete with any Champions League team or Premier League team, no matter what type of combinations he puts on on the field on the day, which is which is challenging, right? Like it's, it's a very good place to be, but it's also challenging for him to mm. keep players like Giroud motivated, him to keep players uh. like Jorginho relevant, him to keep players that are very, very good um, whenever they get to uh, get an opportunity to be on the field. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a tricky thing. I mean... What, what, what? Okay, sorry, Claudia. You could, you could. No, 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 go, 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 I was just saying that, um, like, for instance, um, when you say with the whole combination stuff, uh, what what you do find is that uh, because the Euros are coming up, um, the European players want to want to start games and want to put their hand up for the national team. So, so you look like yeah. a, a, a Antonio Rudiger. Antonio Rudiger is a, is a is a is a starting centre back for for Germany. Germany, um, yeah. And and he needs to get game time so that he can actually be the starting centre back for for Germany. But he's not getting exactly. that game. Time. I foresee a player like him, a Giroud. I think those are the two players. I think Giroud is exactly the same. Aspilaqueta mm-hmm. is exactly the same. Um, exactly. Um, yeah. Jorginho, uh, Jorginho, Marcos Alonso. They're exactly the same. These guys have to all get uh, a significant amount of game time to be able to uh, prove their worth in their national teams, and. Uh, get a stake in the national team's performance, you know, because um, like it's, it is up for grabs every, every time they do go for national team, like uh, duties. And that's a very good place for a manager to be in, to know that every single one of their players had something, has something more at stake than just the club yeah. and the club's mm-hmm. responsibilities, which is exciting. Even, even, you know, he's I mean, been resting players. Now, like, I know, Mosa, you're seeing it from a positive perspective. It's exciting. But what about from the other perspective, knowing that, okay, sure, January is around the corner. Instead of the player yeah. going, well, why instead of fighting for a place, let me just go find a new place to go play for. And that could cause yeah. a whole different sort of dynamic in sort of the, the team culture as well as another dilemma. So you're already knowing you're in a situation where you can fight for the league. Hopefully that's enough of a lure to tell the players like stick around, we can get another league title. But the players are going, oh, well, look, I want to try and get something for my country. And now you've got yeah. this extra thing to worry about as a manager. Exactly. Like players like Rudiger, as Silla mentioned, played like players like um Giroud. If they don't get enough game time with Chelsea, they really have to seriously consider their their, their options. And um yeah, that's a factor because if they do miss out on these type of opportunities to represent their the national teams in the Euros, they might be missing out on an opportunity to get an accolade to their CV, which means that they've won the Euro Champions League or Euros Nations Cup. Whereas with Giroud, the exact same thing. He's just come back from winning World Cup. He's, he's scoring goals every week. Why is uh, Tammy Abraham actually getting a place in front of him? When well, he scored four when, goals when he should be last night. Four mm. last night, yeah. exactly. And he's got Sam Abraham and he's also got, scores yeah. when he comes on. Mm. This competition is tough. Yeah, it's competition. Yeah, but four and one game, yeah. guys. <laughs> I it's mean, a, if he doesn't a get a, if he doesn't get game time on the weekend, then I don't know. 
Yeah, then it's like, yeah. what must I do, coach? Coach, what must I do? Must I sport change? Transfer. And I hope he definitely hope leaves if he doesn't get Cape Town this weekend. Yeah, Go exactly. And Arsenal I hope like Lampard can, can, can figure those things. Like Arsenal will take him, but then he's hey, also like not someone like a, a, an yeah, opportunity he's, to, yeah, to take a chance. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it might to, be he, a tri- he, difficult situation for him there as well. Also, uh, do you guys not think, I mean, talking about Giroud in particular, do you not think he's incredibly underrated in terms of what he offers a team and what he does for a team? And when you consider he's scoring no, charts for France, he's got like one of the yes. highest scorers for France uh, in, in their history. Definitely. And the first can't get game time at Chelsea. He's prolific. Yeah. Even when he played for when he played at when he played at Arsenal, um, I always felt that like I don't know, it didn't make sense to me, but it was Arsenal again. They always they put Juru <laughs> on for that reason. They play him the balls and basically it was he would link up with uh, the players playing around him. Um and he was using and he always won well most of the time he'd win the ball in the air and he was good at the one too. But many times you'd see he he would they would pass the ball to Juru, especially from the defense, pass the ball to Juru, like it's been in training. And he would you would see, okay, he's gonna get to the ball, he's gonna flick it on. But there's no one is there was no one literally running onto the um, Yeah, not even ready, not even taking the, the initiative even before he gets the ball, knowing that look, he's gonna flick this on. And I never understood it in an Arsenal team, but you could see that no, this is what they're training. You know, this is what they're and training. That's, and I, that's I think what Chelsea do it, differently. Yeah, like yeah, Chelsea have exactly all those other five or six players that are attacking around him to at least... Yeah. If he's not menacing up there, there'll be like um, options in and around him, which helps France as well when they've won the the, 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 the World Cup. They, they had those leeway options. Mbappe had a brilliant World Cup because he could always feed off that extra ball or ball up ball. on top of the field. Yeah, yeah. which is there. Because Giroud was doing the, the hard mm. graft, which is not pretty, but he was doing it, you know. And, mm. and expected, at Chelsea at this point it from in time, him and he did it. Yeah, but at Chelsea at this point in time, even Abrahams can do the same job, like and score as well, which is the it's, same it's job. Kind of, not Some, the same uh, job. Same job. Olivier, you know, you know, Olivier Giroud you know, is an improved version of Andy Carroll. You know, you know, Giroud has guys. You know, Giroud has BMT, guys. Giroud has BMT. That, that's that's yeah. what that's what I respect about Giroud is, is he's got BMT. And I think Abraham is still trying to learn that craft. Yes, yeah. Tammy has, has has played well this season, but I'm just saying, maybe for instance, in a in a in a in a, in a bigger game, maybe Giroud could be a better option because he does um, he offers a bit more in a tighter game. Whereas Tammy yeah. offers more in a, in, a, in a looser game, in a, in a more freer game, you know what I mean? So maybe in the yeah. tight games, in the free games, Elite. play, play Tammy. Yeah, 100%. Man. And that's, where, that's why the question fall on, falls on to how Lampard will manage uh, the front eight, to be honest. There's eight guys who are really Pulisic ready is back in there, boy. Yeah. is back in. Everybody's fit now. It's, it's a scenario which we haven't had since the beginning of the season. It's a scenario which... He's dealt with now, and he's doing. He has to deal with it while Chelsea look like a very, very team, a very, very good team on form, and that's a challenge for any manager, especially when all these guys can represent their country uh, any given any given Sunday. You know. Yeah, definitely. But talking about guys that aren't fit right now, and bringing to a game where you know there's a lot of like, I mean, there's talk about we needing. We we needing five five substitutes. Watch now that Harry Kane has been 
Mourinho hasn't ruled him out of the game against Spurs, uh, against Arsenal, Arsenal. But Harry Kane seems to be in currently at this moment in time. He is injured, so I don't think he's playing tonight. But not... Spurs versus Arsenal. Wonga Dinga. Speak With 2,000 fans. With 2,000 fans. With 2,000 fans. All I can Big say is derby. our team did very well against Tottenham. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I look at this game again, yes. Oh, really? You start that this way. Is, yeah. when, you, when you start that way, there's no, you know, there's... Yeah, there's nothing there. The no, man's giving up on life. No, guys, it. hey, it's reality. It's reality. <laughs> it's really tough times. Um, you, yeah, I mean, Arsenal, I mean, we spoke about it just on Tuesday with, uh, with, with Matthew, I mean, just before the show, that Arsenal used to... No, you. I mean, what the Tottenham were never there when Arsenal were on top. And I was like telling, we were like saying, we we're joking around saying, why can't it? It's almost, in fact, it's almost like the universe is, it's only got uh, uh, two sides to the scale. You're never in between. It's just, if Arsenal's on one side, if Arsenal's up on top, um, then Tottenham is down below at the bottom. Um, yeah. And now we've, now the roles have been reversed now. It's not nice down here, bro. It's not nice. And, Tottenham um, was always fighting for your position in the top four, to be honest. Yes, that's all they wanted the whole time. But every mm. season, we just... Yeah, you knew. They want to fight, but you knew it's not going to happen. Now, uh, yeah, yeah. It's literally the other way around. Like, Tottenham are on top. So, the ball, the ball, they can't get any higher than this. I'm, I'm hoping that means we can't get any lower. Um, but, yeah, I think... Sorry. I think... Looking at, Did you say... Arsenal can't get any lower. You're hoping that you guys can't get any lower. Well, on Tuesday, yeah, they're talking that... about possible relegation battles. I mean, I, I don't even <laughs> yeah. know. Like... No, no. I'm saying that Tottenham, Tottenham are higher. at the top. So they, they, can't, they can't get any higher. higher. So that probably, means, that probably means, because of the balancing act, Arsenal can't get any lower. Because it seems like the more they go up, the more we just keep on going away from well, them. Let's, let's hope 14th place is lowest <laughs> for you anyway. Uh, let's yeah, understand but, uh, these dynamics that you're talking about. <laughs> science, more said science. I, yeah. I just don't understand it now. <laughs> but I mean, okay. look, it's like yeah, even so I'm looking so at it. Yeah. I, like I see, I just look even the mid. I'm like, so I just looked at. Let's say if you look for one v ones on the pitch, I'm looking mm. at uh, Dombele. He goes up against Shaka. That's really one of the field. A couple of times. That's really yeah. one. That's really one battle one. Yeah, yeah, battle one gone. Then it's game. Then it's game over. Then it's then it's him plus Harry Kane plus Son. Uh, <laughs> Lucas, if he wants it doesn't to. sound like you one on one anymore. So no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ten v one. Yeah. But luckily, we've we've got a. It's uh, look. I mean, our defense. I also think it's also. If I look at Gabriel and uh, David Luiz, I think they are they are pretty solid. Uh, but I mean, if you're going to give Bang the whole game. Um, something's bound to be to give in. Um, up front as well. I also think we can also score. Um, given the, the when I look at the players, we have the ability to to score um, against uh, Tottenham. Uh, Mikel Oteta was even asked the same. He asked. He was asked. Um, I think it was on Tuesday. They asked him what. what uh, they asked him again about this thing of uh, the goals being shared uh, with one man, and now they now they drive. Um, but he was saying, look, he's not going to look at it from that point of view. What he sees now um, is uh, there was one stat he, he named, and that was the one we said the Arsenal have had 33 crosses this season. And as he said, it's the most Arsenal 
has ever had um, in a in a in a season. I mean, look, even looking at um, your Henrys and stuff. But I mean, Henry was running with the ball one man and scoring, so <laughs> I don't yeah. think crossing mattered. But uh, yeah, you were saying, look, it's it's one positive to get past you crossing more, but now we just need to get um, um, uh, people onto this. Yeah, and this got yeah, it's definitely Arsenal's uh, worst start uh, to a campaign. But like I said, like I was saying now, Arteta said it's, he's not. He, when he's looking at the future, he's not going to try and he's not going to focus on the negative. He's trying to focus. In fact, not he's trying. He is focusing on the positives. Let's let's talk yeah, about look, the positive. Let's talk about the positive. For what is the positive at least on this game on Saturday? How would you get anything positive from this game if they are get, to get a result, not a win? How are they going to upset Mourinho's Spurs that are currently flying high at the top of the table? Mourinho Spurs yeah, oh. that can defend very, very deep. VAR. Very deep. The only thing that can save us. VAR. I keep it out. I keep it out. You need Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to get VAR. Guys, I can understand Arteta's optimism. I can understand him. Brendan Rogers, guys. Brendan Rogers is the leading, leading penalty VAR person for this season. Yeah, those guys, I think they have got like eight. Yeah, they got yeah, a ridiculous Okay, let me not change something there. But um, yeah, look, I mean, if I look at Arsenal, um, positive for me is that we, our defence, we do have, I mean, in David Luiz and Gabriel, I think we do have found a good uh, defensive uh, combination there. In Saka, Aubameyang and Pepe up front, I think it's, uh, and William, I think it, it, it's, it's good, you know. But the question we have to ask is, it, uh, is it good enough? I think our midfield as well, it's not... Ah, midfield is just not there yet. Partey is not going to do the job by himself. He's not going to do the job by himself. He looks nice. Everyone likes him, but we're losing. We're losing. It's not. But it might. It's... It might be interesting to see Tottenham having to actually. I can't see Arsenal um, coming out f- uh, like uh, offensive in this game. I'd I'd I'd, I'd yes. see in this type of game, uh, a Tottenham would be the more offensive uh, party. Uh, it it might be an opportunity for Arsenal to try and figure Concert. out the solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I think, I think with Arsenal, I think yeah, we, and I think it's probably Arteta even knows it himself. We're not, we're not, we in this game we're definitely the, the underdogs, and I think in most games now we're going to be like that, and we have to accept that position. So I think there's there's no there's no added pressure now, um, for us to be winning against a game like Tottenham. So we need to go out there and uh, really take it to them. And I think when I watched the one thing I did like about Arsenal, especially when Arteta took over, is that off the ball. The guys looked like they wanted to win the ball back, um, and I think mm. everyone can say that. And I think they should also just keep on. I mean, doing that. Uh, I mean, in their games. Uh, uh, I mean, as they as they go forward. But like you see now, like I look, I looked at the injury list, right? And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to. See, I mean, I know guys are like we were singing top top four. I was, I was singing top four. I know most Arsenal players were thinking even top six. You know, same as this season, they'll be they'll be okay with that. But I mean, like, if we looked at our injury, uh, uh, our injury list, um, you've got a player like uh, Gabriel Martinelli, right? He's uh, he's probably the most exciting player that's, uh, that's, that's injured. And I think he's probably the most promising that we have uh, in terms of our youngsters. And I think it goes alongside with him and, uh, uh, what's his name, and Saka. Uh, and I think he can actually do a job for us. I think he can, he can make a difference um, in, the, in, the, in the team. But... Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so when when, well. when 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 will he be when will, when will he be back though? Because I saw so they they say he's starting to train. Yeah, he's starting to. They said that he 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 he's, he's, he. I think he has started training, um, and and then that's that's. I think that was the that was the idea. So it looks like they're on track now. Because I read something in September, uh, and October saying that look, he's always been tracked to come back in in December, and then they said at the end of this month. He'll be he'll be joining the the I think it's the under 23s um, and probably playing matches there, just playing matches. So he's still got he's still got a quite a way to go on his um, recovery. So I'm thinking if you're looking at it, probably Feb March, he's looking to come ah, back. Ah, that's far. Yeah, that's far. That's very I think, far. I think but you, you guys you guys need him earlier than that because at least he offers something yes. different to what but you already have. You see, you see, Celo, that's you see now, you see now when you look at uh, Gabriel, that's what I'm saying is that look. Um, we've got a player like that, and and when you look at him, he offers something. But then I look at the other guys, <laughs> like uh, uh, what's I look at uh, what's his name, Callum Chambers. We've got Callum Chambers there. Um, I, I I just don't know with Arsenal, and he's one of, uh, and I, I think he's been at Arsenal for long. He went on loan, he came back, uh, and for me, he's not. Look, I, yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. I think we we, we definitely <laughs> our team. We can't be relying like on players like him. <laughs> Bossa, are you okay there, man? I'm okay. It's just Caleb Wilson is one of those. They say he's fallen off your chair. Caleb Wilson. Yeah, man. It's trying to understand like uh, Chambers. Yeah, Chambers. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult also. to understand. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to understand how Arsenal can shift it a notch in the gear. Like, I, I don't feel like they have that fifth gear, sixth gear to attack a game. You see, then now someone like Cameron Chambers, or Teta talks, talks, sorry, man, Teta talks about him and he's, uh, he's mentioned, ah, he's a nice guy and all those things. And I'm like, look, I don't, if, if they mention, uh, if you mention someone like, uh, who's this, uh, if I go to Kante, I mentioned many people in, uh, in, I mean, even in Man United's team, Liverpool's team, they're not going to, the first thing you mention about the person is not going to be whether he's nice or not. <laughs> it's whether, yeah. can the guy do the job? You know, that's, yeah. that's the players. But, I but you know what? Um, Wonga, based on what Scott has mentioned here, you got Saliba, Tierney, Gabriel, Party, Saka. So, I mean, those are decent mm. players. A lot of them aren't good enough for Arsenal, let's be honest. But those are good players to be built upon. And let's hypothetically yes. speaking, if we're looking at this, this is probably what Arteta's got in mind. This is what the Arsenal board have in mind, and this is how they're moving forward. As for the game on Sunday, we'll have to see. Maybe the upset will be the fact that. Spurs are the huge favorites and they might not be used to that sort of title. So that's something True. that Arsenal could use on the weekend in their favor, possibly on a counter-attack. But moving on to yeah. the next game, moving on to the next game and discussing the, the Liverpool Wolves game, guys. Um, Wolves had a good result against Arsenal. Do you think they can go away again, second game away from home on the weekend and pull up an upset, you know, against Liverpool? With the injury Liverpool crisis, is, allegedly, Liverpool is a very one. different beast to Arsenal, to Arsenal. Yeah, and Jota <laughs> playing against uh, Wolves for the first time. Wolves, yeah. I think That's Wolves can always. I think Wolves can always uh, bring it to any team. I've always, I've always said, that and, I, and, I, and I genuinely believe it. Every team they play, they're not scared. They're not going to change the way they play just to suit Liverpool. You know, exact Klopp knows what is what's going to come at him. Um, those are. All Liverpool's forwards are going. I mean, all Wolves' uh, forwards are going to try and get goals uh, and try and win the game. Not, not going to go there and try and draw it. They're going to go there I and try and win that game. Claudio, I'd said it to you. I mean, you guys played against Leicester 
And um, I mean, I think all of us here wrote Liverpool off in terms of what sort of squad you had um, lining up against Leicester. And you absolutely, you absolutely smashed them out of the park. And it was just like it was a breeze for you. And, I, and on a personal note, I think that was when Liverpool actually stamped their authority on this sort of league title. And they were really saying we are defending this title. So I, I honestly will put Liverpool as favourites against the Wolves and against any team until they maybe go on a bad run of games. Um, yeah. I think that that victory with a very weakened squad just proved what Liverpool and Klopp and everyone else at Liverpool are about. And I think it is, again, Liverpool's to lose. In my opinion, I have been in Spurs' defence, and I feel like feel like they are a big challenger this season. But it is Liverpool's to lose again. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Spurs. Yeah, I think Spurs are going to be more methodical in terms of their approach as to how they get points and stay in contention. Whereas Liverpool, depending on whether or not they have the players available, are going to go the full throttle approach. But to what Bonga was saying, that I found very interesting is him backing them on any any given day, really is that if we're looking at it from a table perspective, they're sitting seventh. They have 17 points. So that's technically only four points off of Liverpool. Um, which, like, I mean, so, so Wonga's correct in a sense that you can't write them off because you're also at the stage, you don't know what you're going to get from them. If they decide to show yeah. up, they're a very tricky team to play against. But if we're looking at a Liverpool perspective, the good news is a Trent seems to be fit and available. A Hendo seems like he's going to be fit and so does a Cater, And that's already... That's a huge stretch yeah. from what happened from the side that played in the Ajax game, and we still got a result there. The one downfall sure. will be that Allison's not going to be playing in goals, and that's hugely disappointing. But the good news is that a killer <laughs> had a flipping hell of a game on the uh, during yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah. So the 22-year-old is he's sidelined Adrian. Adrian's going to stay in the training ground, which I don't mind because he's a fantastic trainer. But the youngster came up with the goods, and he got the the high five, the hug. He got it all from Klopp, which means he's there. I actually noticed uh, that goalkeeper uh, Keller is it O'Keller or Keller? It's Keller. Yeah. Keller. He um, and in South Africa we call him Killer. Yeah, he's been uh, called up to the the island national team. Uh, I think for the last two international um, camps, Windows, which yeah. is quite, which is which is is rather good because Ireland are, are normally a a good international team. I know they never made the Euros. They lost in the playoff. But uh, for a third choice, if you want to call him that at the time, you're getting mm. called up. Um, either Ireland have very shit goalkeepers or he's really one for, for the future. Yeah, because I think he's, 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 he's second yeah. choice at, he's second choice for Ireland, I think, yeah. 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 And you know what? He's, he's had games previously for Liverpool um, and he hasn't looked as great. But, you know, he really, I think it's at maturity. It's the time is now sort of thing. Him... Sniffing the blood around Adrian going, fuck me, if I can't get ahead of this, like, then yeah. my career as a footballer is, is toast. So I think it's, yeah. it's, it's a good makeup. So Liverpool technically, based on that, I mean, it's not too bad. Uh, Scott, what I was what, saying. What, what, what's yep. happening with Thiago, though, man? What, this injury that he has. Yeah, where is he, dude? Listen, it, guys, it, if you it, analyze, if you look deeper into that tackle that Richarlison did to him in that game, and you actually sure. see how his leg bends backwards. Oh, exactly like for Dark. Talk, yeah, remember, all the talk was about Van Dijk. All the talk was about Van Dijk. And we completely brushed over Thiago's tackle. And everyone's yeah, like, ah, everything was about Van Dijk. If you actually analyze yeah. the tackle, 
you're like, holy shit, madness. that was just as bad. Mm. The poor oak's going to be out yeah. until the next year, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, but that's, yeah. that's quite, quite crazy because too he, had, he had like niggling, like um, knee injuries from his career. From, from ever, ever since he left Barcelona, he had a, a, a serious knee injury which affected his uh, development and he managed to break through that at uh, Bayern. But, you know, with knees, that's always a risk, right? Like, uh, it's always a thing that could come and bite you in the back. So, hopefully, it yeah, isn't that. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, it's a bad one. Sorry, Silo. Huh? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, it's, 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 yeah, you're right. That that challenge was actually very bad. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, it deserved that red card that Richarlison got, three game ban, whatever. Uh, but it's just unfortunate that that a player that a lot of people were looking forward to seeing in the Premier League um, hasn't gotten a chance to to play uh, as yet because of injury. Uh, but the matches he, matches he did play, he looked amazing. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, speedy recovery. We don't like to see good players down, uh, no matter what, man. So so hopefully, yeah, he makes a speedy recovery. Um, even like now with Raul Jimenez, hopefully, he makes a speedy recovery. Um, I know it will be, obviously be a gaping hole for, for Wolves, but yeah, um, hopefully, he makes a speedy recovery. Um, but it will be a challenge for, for Liverpool. But I think Liverpool at home, um, that's that, that's one thing you can, you can rubber stamp. Um, that Liverpool won't lose at home um, to two two wolves. Uh, I, I'm saying, uh, but 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 uh, that that Liverpool, you know, I think also they 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 get up for 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 the big games definitely easily. Like it's you don't even have to motivate them at all. Um, I think the Brighton thing was was just a lot of frustrations in terms of VAR um, that 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 ended up obviously not not going in their favour. And that sometimes is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah. In the time of VAR, you, you you get decisions not going your way, and you should have gotten a two or three goals, and you end up only having one. And other team gets a one because of a penalty that was fifty-fifty. Yeah, and to say no, that, 100%. like also like all, all the other French players that have been at Liverpool have been um, uh, improving. It's not like they've been at the same level training against yeah. themselves True. Uh, week in week out. They have been training against uh, some of the uh, better players week in week out, and they do see the level at these these players do operate at, which which gives uh, Liverpool some kind of comfort against teams like Wolves. It won't give them the same comfort against teams like Chelsea, Man United, you know, but like it, it will assist. What? Newcastle. Uh, okay, <laughs> if you want to add Newcastle to the mix, but like um, they, 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 yeah. their second string players should be at a level which they've been operating at uh, week in, week out in terms of training and performance and also vying to get a, uh, a first place position where if they were to face the Wolves, it would be the perfect opportunity to show their worth to the squad and their worth and their value to um, players missing, you know, like they could they could then shine and use that opportunity to shine. Definitely. And I think the pro and con there in that scenario is that, yeah, if players aren't available, we've got a lot more youngsters that are, I wouldn't say ready, but now all of a sudden they find themselves training with the first team. So for their progression and their development, that's a huge boost. So you know more so through your days playing as a youngster with the first team, that, that sort of kick up the backside it gives you and knowing what the standards are, it's a huge boost. The other two things I want to mention is that Scott mentions Kalobali being linked with Liverpool. I mean, he has been linked with Liverpool in the past for a long while. 
I think his edge is is at his is downfall, and as well as the asking price, Napoli asking for him. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're looking at a player called Gabak. He plays for Schalke, he's a Turkish player. He's, I think he's 21 or 22, and he's doing the business at the moment in the Bundesliga. That's a possible option, someone they may be considering. But they're also looking at an Ajax youngster, though, who's also 21. But either or, the players that they are looking at, and I don't think they're going to land anyone in January. I think they're going to look end of the season. But the players they are looking at are within the age range of 21 to 22 years old. So that's okay. But final point before I move over to the betting corner is that Gini Van Holden still hasn't renewed his contract, which means there's a huge risk of losing the play on a free. And I know there's been talks with regards to Barcelona and everyone else sniffing around to snap the play up. And I know Kuman was his international manager um, when he's obviously at Netherlands and now, you know, Barcelona. I don't know why he would go to Barcelona, but he's definitely not getting what he's worth at Liverpool. And if we look at this injury crisis, six games in seven... Uh, Six games in 17 days. The only player who's been fit and ready for all those games is a Gini Van Holden, and he's been keeping our team ticking over. So if, yeah, give, if they don't give, give him the money, give him the money. Give, give him, him the money. The, money. If, the, if guy, the, guy, the, the guy, the guy, he is etched in your history in the last three years. Those goals he scored against Barcelona, man. Those headers in the box. That he little, scores that, the big game. That's all that's that's man in the box. Do you know where they got him from? Do you know which team? Moving on. Moving on. Actually, actually, two. Before we go, two players that are doing well in the in the Premier League centre mids. Asisoko and Wijnaldum come from you guys. So you guys, yeah, you give it top ten men. Two good players. Sorry, before we go to betting corner, that's quite interesting. If Spurs win the league this season and Sissoko is there. You'll have two players oh, that got relegated okay. and they've won the league. How's that? That's quite a stat for you. I've never heard of that, actually. Two players. <laughs> that, when Alden's been relegated with a team in the Premier League and he's won the Premier League. Uh, like, yeah. just get, wrap your head around that. That's quite. Yeah, that's nice. Shows you how football do, do, works. That takes do, yeah, do, yeah, that is. Yeah. And, 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 and Robertson, because how, how City, right? Yeah, that's, city. True. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So stop trying to make everything about Newcastle, Nick. But let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the betting corner. You're to make it about us somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're first game here. on the chart, we're going to start with Nick. We're going to move over to Wonga. We're going to go down to Mossa and settle than me. And then we're going to start off with the first game, West Ham, Man United. Predictions, Nick. I think, uh, I think it's a 1-1 draw written all over it. I think West Ham in good form. I don't think Man United are going to be a pushover. Um, but I think uh, I think Man United were exposed last week but showed some some of the quality that they do have. But the exposure that was shown um, worries me with a team of West Ham's calibre at the moment in their form. And they might expose it. So I think it's a one-one draw. Wonga? Yeah. Um, like like Nick says, you can't ignore um, West Ham's uh, form. Um, and also, as well, you can't, like Silva was saying, uh, um, Man United's away form, but uh, in the Premier League. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was, I think... I definitely think you, uh, West Ham will bring, them the, bring the game to them. And I, and I also will go for one-one draw. I think they could end up cancelling them each other out. One one draw, Mosa. Look, man, I think uh, Man United have a challenge against them against this team. Uh, I do think 
that they do have options you know, up front. Uh, Cavani does look lethal. He does look exciting. Martial does have a point to prove uh, that he still has uh, the finishes touch, which have been missing over the past couple of days. So I do think a 2-1 Man United should be a, a fair result. Um, given that the character that I've seen in Brumer, uh, Bruno Fernandes has come into play, it's just how we uh, how Man United sorts that, that defence out and that defensive mid position out. But I do see Man United being strong enough to beat beat uh, this team. Solo, I think I think the guys the guys have a have a, have a point to prove um, after 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 yesterday. Um, they need to uh, make sure that they clinical in front of goal. So definitely a win for Man United. Uh, I'll give. I'll give um, um, you oh, West Ham a, a goal. Um, so two one to Man United. Two one to you. Yeah, I mean, so you're agreeing with with Scotty over there, Scotty to Huddy. Um, I think you know David Moyes. You know he never shows up for the big game. So typically speaking, he would roll over. And it also depends hugely on Cavani and whether or not he's going to bang in the goals for you guys. But I think. I think it's time that David Moyes has grown some balls and he's going to take on his old old guys. So I'm going to say 1-0 win to, to West Ham United. Next game, Chelsea leads Newcastle. <laughs> Let's hear you. Let's hear you, Nick. Is, is my name Newcastle, though? <laughs> yeah. I, saw, yes, I saw all the Newcastle stuff. I was like, Let's go, Newcastle. I think I think, I think, um, I think Chelsea are going to have too much. Um, I'd like to see an upset here, but I, I just don't see it. Um, I've spoken about it the whole season. I think um, Bielsa's tactics are going to work for him and they're not going to work for him. And when they don't work for him, they're going to work very poorly for him and he's going to be exposed. So I think this is going to be a comfortable win for, for, for Chelsea. I think it's going to be a 3-0 victory for Chelsea. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, same thing. I think they they'll get outrun by them. Um, uh, I will say four. You gotta you gotta say the next prediction first, but continue. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> I say though, yeah, like I said, they'll get run over them. I think four no to Chelsea. Hopefully, Giroud can get eight in two. <laughs> you think Giroud will start then? That's dope. I think um, um, he, I, I would like him to start to to show his value to the club. Uh, what he's done in the Champions League is valuable. Uh, he does look like he does have a, go- a few goals in him. And it's also, it widens out how Chelsea can approach the game. There's a lot more crosses and cross-field passes which do come to the centre attackers when Giroud's in the field, which uh, the likes of Ziyech and Atsinadoy and... Um, uh, uh, or Werner himself can produce. So I think there is some value in having um, uh, Giroud up front. Um, yeah, and we've been very, very well in terms of having the character to to either keep a clean sheet or fight back and claw into the game to to either get a draw or win. So that's that's the bare minimum, a draw. But I think we we will get like a four one result from this game. I think. I think people, we sometimes forget that um, Leeds have two clean sheets in the last two games, but I'm not saying they'll have a clean sheet in this game. Uh, but but yeah, they've 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 definitely tried to correct some of their their errors, and also Calvin Phillips being being back since the Arsenal game has definitely changed them um, as a team. Um, but yeah, I still, yeah. but, I, but I still feel that Chelsea will have too much for them. But um, I think it will be a bit a bit more closer than that. Um, I think um, a 2-1 to Chelsea. 
Yeah, Silo, look, I've, I've got to say, like, I disagree with you with a lot of things, but our score predictions tend to be somewhere aligned because I'm also going with a 2-1 victory to Chelsea. It's going to be close. I think Leeds will have a lot of... They'll make it difficult for Chelsea, but it will be overall three points to Chelsea. The big one for the weekend, guys. Spurs versus Arsenal. Nick, take it away, Newcastle. Um, I think Spurs, Spurs for me... Spurs are going to have too much. Um, unfortunately, Wonga, there's a lot of problems there that you need to sort out. And this is a game you don't want to be playing following the sort of run that you're on. So I, I regardless of if Kane's playing, I think they'll have enough. I think it will be a 2-0 win to Spurs. Wow. 1-0 even. Hectic. Um, yeah, it is, a, it is a derby match. David Luiz, I saw him. He's also... He pulls his socks up there as well when he's playing his derbies, but yeah, I, I can't see. Yeah, yeah, they said yeah. It just depends. Yeah, it depends. Arteta seems hopeful about it. Uh, not hopeful, but he seems. Uh, he says it looks. It just all it depends on is whether the scar is healed or not, and whether he's confident to hit the ball. Um, he says it's it's very it's very 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 possible that he's going to play. That's what he said. Um, so yeah, if he plays, I'll be happy. But if we got Rob Holding in there, oh god, um, goodness me, um, yeah, it's going to be another thing. Uh, but I think, uh, not that I think, uh, but obviously Spurs, they're a stronger team, better form. I see them to take the game, um, definitely two no. Yeah, Spurs. Yeah, you just said Spurs will win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and mm. shout out to your honesty, Wanga. That's that's super true yeah. because like yeah, last because because even last week he said Wolves win two one, so he was right, and he got it yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough as a fan, but it's true as a as a it's football like in this. Yeah, what's your prediction? <laughs> I think I think like uh, Tottenham will be um, too good. I think uh, there is interesting dynamics at Tottenham. You know, they've had the past two games where they've had to kind of uh, defend deep and uh, then rely on the counter-attack. In this game, they're going to have to kind of boss a lot more of the, the field and boss a lot more of that final third, which they have players that can do that. They have a Son, they have a Dembele, they have a Kane up there. You'll see Kane attacking a bit more than he has in the past few games. And that's lethal. I think that's very, very scary to to, to uh, defend against, especially for an Arsenal defence. Um, so I think, yeah, Spurs should be able to take this one 3 not. You know, it's wrong, man. You know, also, with a derby, man, you sometimes need players from the from the area, from like a, a boyhood fan type thing to, 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 to play there, you know what I mean? You know, like a uh, tradition type of vibes. Yeah, like like a Marcus Rashford, like in the Man United team. You know, he's uh, from a he's from Manchester and he's been supporting the club. So it, if if you guys had that type of player, then just could just play on the team. I could at least say that regardless of your past results, that this was a derby and you guys could maybe win it. You know, I want Arsenal to to cause an upset. I want you to to be happy next week and stuff like that. But 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 I I see Spurs winning two one, unfortunately. Yeah, like even Silo's, I'm sorry to jump in there, Claudio, but like even uh, what Silo's saying, I think it's very, it's very important, especially going into this game, if we, if we want to cause an upset. Especially, uh, you know, Henri said he never, ever lost a game. I never checked up the stats, but he said it himself, he's never, ever lost a game at Spurs. Whether, no matter what match it was, he himself never lost a match against Spurs. 
Um, and that's how he finished his career. So if he had something, even a player, not doesn't have to be from the boy club, but if, if oh, he had a player... Who knows, who knows history, yeah. Who knows the history, felt the history, understands it as well. Then that would be that would be a, another decide. That would also be a deciding factor for me. But because I see no one in there, even a Pomyang, ah, there's no one in there that uh, Bellerin maybe Bellerin maybe. But uh, you know, I'm going to stop you guys right there, and I'm going to th- yeah, say sorry. it's a derby day. It's a derby day. Form goes out of the window. I'm going to say you know this is what's going to happen. Arsenal going to sit deep. They're going to get their goal on the counter. A bombing is going to score. It's going to go one 0 Spurs are going to have to have a lot of the ball. Arsenal are going to sit deep, and then Spurs are going to score right at the end. It's going to be a one-one draw. That's how I'm ending it. Moving on to the wow. last game, the, the, wow. the Wolves, <laughs> Liverpool Close. Wolves. Let's just hit predictions. Let's go in and out. Newcastle Nick. Let's hear it. Wonga, yeah, you gotta go first. You always copy me, Wonga. Tell me what the Wonga go first. Newcastle versus. Ah, yes. Uh, ah, Wolves. I always give up. But now, Carlo telling me that, uh, what's his name? Arnold is, is most likely to come back. Let's say he's a bit rusty. He gets back there a bit rusty. I say 2-2. Two, two, draw. Mm. Okay. 2-1 yeah. win, wow. one, one to uh, Liverpool. Um, I think you will concede because you have been conceding recently. But I think... Uh, I think you will. I think it will be a comfortable two-one-one if that makes sense. It won't yeah, feel like you're under pressure, but I think a, a two-one-one. Um, VAR. Yeah, I, I agree with Nick that that comfortable two-one-one will be Just there. Scott, uh, have I a think, good one, man. Uh, Liverpool might go up to to two Scott. and then uh, because the 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 options are limited at the back and in the defensive quarters, they might slip up one, and that would then make it two-one in that in that outcome as well. I agree with Nick, hundred percent. No, I think I think uh, Liverpool's home form um, just yeah, speaks for itself in the Premier League. Um, uh-huh. Even though Julio was coming with his nonsense stats last 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 week that he had to um, fact check again, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, because he was coming up with coming and up with falsified... right, man. You were trying to poke but, holes where they weren't, hey, they weren't meant to be holes. But keep going, keep yeah, going, quick, quick, quick. Yeah, let's hit, let's hit. I, I, yeah okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, two one to two one to Liverpool. All right, 2-1 to Liverpool. I'm going to say, and I'm going to end this off with a lovely, lovely, lovely 3-1 to Liverpool. That's what I'm sticking with. I don't care what's happening. Three goals are going to the back of the net. And then, no, can I tell you quickly, the best part of this weekend is Newcastle don't lose a game. And we stay. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part. All right, lads, any, any final words before we head out? Everybody watch Chelsea, please, guys. I think, like, you guys are underestimating the power of that team. Like... When are you guys on playing? all fronts, we're looking exciting. On all fronts, we're looking super, 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 super exciting. I probably right, enjoy watch. your holiday, dude. Enjoy your holiday. That's my final <laughs> yeah, 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 I enjoy your holiday, man. All right. And on that note, guys, if you don't know where Sangoma is, you can reach out to Mosa because the only reason Chelsea is doing well with Lampard is because he's got the Sangoma on speed dial. All right. Have a good evening. That's match, Muti. <laughs> 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 Cheers,